Unfortunately, a sound check, uh, but Mr. You can hear your message. Okay, everybody, we're going to disconnect and then reconnect to the show. Um, we're having a little audio problems, but that's going to be correct in a minute. Everyone, stay tuned. And we will be right back. Hello. Hey, that's better. Oh, you sound well. <laughs> I sound what? Okay, you know. Um, okay, okay. We're I just up. I just announced to the audience that we were going to call back into the studio. So I'm going to call back in and give me a few seconds, and you call back in. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, sorry for that little um, mishap. Uh, we were just having a little technical uh, difficulties with the uh, audio. But I'm glad you're joining us. You're with the Journey Home Reach Ministries online radio shows. This is the episode of Clarify Your Life with Associate Pastor Kimberly Horvath. I am excited to find out what God has been saying to her. But before we start that, I would like to say hello and good morning to you, uh, Pastor Horvath. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing well now that we have our audio back. <laughs> right? Right. It's crazy. crazy. And, the, and the only thing I could say and the only thing I could think of was this word must be so powerful that the devil is trying everything. Everything he can everything. to stop it from coming forward. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let me just give people the schedule for the rest of the month and then I'm going to let you take the floor uh, since we did lose some time. So, uh, Starting uh, Tuesday, April the 19th, will be House of Inspiration with a word from Frankie Vive, uh, Director of Men Ministry, uh, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then on April 26th, the youth are taking over the studio with I.C. the Great, Sister Kenya, and DJ Shaheem uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time. Please support the youth. Please support the show. And I appreciate that. Okay. Now to the matter at hand. I give you the floor. I give you the floor. Well, well, thank you so much, and good morning, everyone. Um, And, yeah, I agree with you that this must be a word that's needed. I mean, I know that they all are, but, man, we've been going through some things trying to get this word out, haven't we? Yes. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. So um, the the, the word really is about building our trust in God. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. building our trust in God. And, and you know, I, I looked up that word trust, and it is a confident expectation of something. You know, it's more than hope. It's, right. it's much more than right. hope. Trust and faith really are kind of like hand in hand. You know, when you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, I have faith in God is saying, I have trust in God. I have a confident expectation um, that something great is going to happen. I'm assured. You know, um, I I believe in God's integrity. It means all of those things. Trust and faith really go hand in hand. And yes, you know, one of the reasons that God, um, you know, one of the things that God has shared with me is a lot of the reasons why we don't experience breakthrough, and a lot of the reasons why we don't experience all the fullness that He has in mind, is because there's a lack of trust amongst the people. And so I want to I want to take some time to really talk about trust and show people what that looks like, okay? Uh, because sometimes okay. being able to see what something looks like 
um, really helps you understand what God is talking about when he's talking about trust. You know, so you can be with a group of people and you all have a certain definition in mind about what a word means. Um, Mm -hmm. But then when you get the truth of that definition, it might be a little bit different. You know, we understand that, you know, in our different communities, our families, our neighborhoods, our, our, our social groups, we might use different words in different ways, right? Back right. in the 70s, right. they'd say something was bad, but that really meant that it was good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You hear mm-hmm. the kids talking nowadays about, you know, something being on fleek, and it's like, well, what the heck does that mean? That's a good thing, right? Okay. So, you know, I want to get us to a place where we see faith and trust the way God sees it. Okay. Because it's only in seeing it the way God sees it that you know what you should be pursuing when it comes to having a faith, a trust, and a belief in God and what his word says. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, definitions are very important. So, is you know, again, if you don't understand what God means, like I don't care how many different people tell you what faith, trust, or belief means. If you don't know right. what God means, you can't expect a God return on that faith, trust, and belief that you are showing. Mm-hmm. So I want people to be able to get the God type of return that he intended on the faith, trust, and belief that they are exhibiting in the world. And I want mm-hmm. people to be able to also to hold themselves accountable and to be clear about what it is that they're showing with regard to their faith, trust, and belief. So let's just get started by talking about a few uh, people in the Bible, um, people that uh, I think most Christians definitely know. But I want, I want to look at them a little bit differently than what we're used to, look at to looking at them. And I want to start okay. with Noah. Okay, Um, we know that Noah trusted God. You know, Noah's the one who built the ark to hold his family and, you know, two of every kind of animal because rain, you know, the storm came and God was going to replenish the earth with only what was in the ark. Okay. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. I want people to understand what it took for Noah to show his faith. First of all, I want you to understand that God told Noah that there was going to be rain and the world had never seen rain before. Right. Right. Okay. Let's understand this. They were used to the mist coming up in the morning from the ground and the dew Mm -hmm. being enough to saturate the ground for them to get what they needed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But God says to Noah, I'm going to need you to build an ark because we're going to have this storm. And the rain is not going to come from the ground. The rain is going to come from everywhere. See, here's what I want you to understand. We think of rain like a heavy rainstorm. No. What they experienced really was more like a tsunami. You're right. It was a crashing, thunderous, overwhelming, overtaking, um, I'm talking heart-in-your-throat kind of experience. You're I'm right. talking the, the, ground, the ground breaking yeah. open. Yeah. yeah, the ground breaking mm-hmm. open, earthquakes, the sea just just ravaging everything. It wasn't a slow undertaking, okay? No. Because here's what I want was... you to understand. You know, our God is merciful. A slow undertaking would have meant that Noah would have had to exist for days and weeks with people pounding on the ark saying, let us in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God would not want that what? to happen. God would not no. want people to be able to devise a way to climb into the ark. He didn't want those people right. saved. All right. So you have to understand this was the kind of storm that had never occurred before, and it happened in an instant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had to believe that it was going to happen without ever having an example of what that was like. So imagine. So therefore. There was never any need for the kind of vessel that Noah created. Mm -hmm. He had to create this vessel inspired by the Holy Spirit. So here's what I want you to understand. 
How long did it take him to build this vessel? <laughs> yes. Okay. By they didn't have saws. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. nails like we have. He couldn't go mm-hmm. to Home Depot. You know, mm-hmm. he couldn't place mm-hmm. an order for his materials. No, he had to <laughs> cut down trees. Yes. He had to smooth yes. that wood out where it was necessary to smooth out. These trees were yeah. rugged. We are talking an undertaking that took years. I want people right. to be okay. And in the process mm-hmm. of this, you have people coming and saying, what are you building? Why are you building it? Mm-hmm. And you're well, crazy. what's that for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's that they for? They laughed at him. Oh, my gosh. It's going to mm-hmm. all right? Now, some of you might have seen the movie Evan Almighty, and, and I'm hoping that you did. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, it's a really cool, cute movie, and it's kind of like a modern-day Noah's Ark. But I want you to think mm-hmm. about this, that movie and what the ridicule that he took in building the ark that he did in current day. And mm-hmm. he was able to go and get his materials. <laughs> it didn't take him Amen. nearly as long as it took Noah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Noah had to get these materials himself. So in order for Noah to do this, he really had to believe what he said. And understand, once that rain came, once once he got all those animals in that ark, and once he and his family got in that ark and closed the door, they had to close the door and keep it closed no matter what. No they had what. to trust that they were going yes. to be safe. They were gonna. They had to trust that they were gonna have everything that they needed. I mean, I want you to understand. He had all kinds of animals on there, and he had to trust that he and his family were gonna be fine with all mm-hmm. those animals on there. Absolutely, absolutely. He had to trust the directions that he was given to build the ark were the right directions, and that they weren't all going to die. Mm-hmm. And that it could withstand okay. the storm. And, and understand yeah. that if God gave him direction for building the ark and putting the animals in, God also gave him direction on food and, and provisions yeah. and what he needed yeah. to keep himself, his family, and all of those animals alive. I want, I want you to look at this relationship that Noah had to have with the Lord. Right. How clearly yeah. he must have yeah. heard him. And for him to get to this point of of hearing, this was a relationship that was developed over a period of time so that Noah trusted implicitly that he knew that mm-hmm. he knew that he knew that God spoke to him. Right. And it didn't matter what amount of ridicule he had. It didn't matter right. what people were saying about him. He knew that he knew that he knew. And he would endure the ridicule for as long as it as long as it took. You still there? Hello? Okay, we seem to have lost Minister Horvath. Uh We are going to continue with the show. She will be calling back any second. But what a powerful word that we are hearing. Uh, we're hearing that the trust that we need to have in God has to be stellar. We not only need to have faith in him, but we need to trust him explicitly. An example of Noah that Minister Horvath was was bringing out is that Noah had no idea concept of God asking him to have a Home Depot to go buy his his goods that he didn't have... um, Ace Hardware around the corner. He had to do this himself. And that is what Minister Horvath was on the line again. Hello. Uh, I was just explaining Noah. <laughs> Interesting, because I, I, was, I was still on. Like, I was able to hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but, but it's, it's good that you happens. did that, because it caused, I would not have called back in. So it's good that mm-hmm. you did that. If you lose me, let me know, because I didn't know you lost me. Mhm. We lost you. Yeah, at, but and, at, and and like yeah. you and like you were saying that he didn't have plans. He didn't have any architectural plans. No. No. He had, so he, had he really had to. He really had to trust that that relationship that he had with God. And the question that I have is, you know, for all of us, 
what does it take for us to not quite be sure that we heard from God? You know, a lot of times we hear from God and then somebody will come and say something and suddenly it's like, well, did I hear from God? Or, or, or we'll be like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they're right. That sounds logical. That makes sense. Maybe I should right. listen to what they say. You know, you have to develop your relationship with God in that, so that when he talks to you, you know it was him and you just do what he says. And it doesn't matter what anyone else tells you. You're yeah. doing what he says. God wants your obedience to him. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So I, want to talk I just about want to add. The- no, I just wanted to add that. You know, we about that obedience. It is it's key in our walk that we don't question; we just obey. And um, yes. that's all I wanted to add. Yes, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and um, I, 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 no, but I want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I think when you know that you heard from the Lord, there's no reason to question. You know, because um, I don't want people to get confused with, with thinking that you can't ask God questions. You know, people think crazy things. Um, and, and you can't ask God questions. But when you've heard him, well, what, what questions do you have? What, do you, what are you asking for? You know, um, a pastor friend of mine says, you know, when you delay in saying yes, that means you're saying no. <laughs> right? If you know that you heard God, then just move on it. There's no questions to ask. There's no clarity needed. You received the clarity. God told you. And that's really all that you need. Amen? Minister Minister Horvath, everything you just said was not heard. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. You you can hear me now? I can hear, yes. Yes, we're connected. Okay. Um, So so what what I was saying was that, you know, I have a pastor friend that says, when you delay in saying yes, you're actually saying no. Nice. Nice. Right? And so mm-hmm. if you know that you heard from God, you don't have any questions to ask. No, you don't. There is no question. You heard from him. Just do what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you don't do mm-hmm. what he said, you're telling God, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Even if you're saying it, you're not it, doing it right now, you're saying I'm not going to do that. You know, it's one thing to ask a question because you're really unsure or you don't have clarity. But when you know that you heard from him, you are sure and you do have clarity. And there's no need to let anyone else step in and and cause you any kind of disruption. You heard him. So just say yes because you're going to end up saying yes anyway. So just say yes and move on. (laughs) Make life easy for yourself. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Yes, absolutely. You know, and God so doesn't the, give you all the steps together. So never. you have to be patiently patient patiently waiting Correct. for God in that trust. Correct. Okay. Because go the ahead. other thing is that for, for most of us, if we actually received more information, it would be overwhelming to us and we just wouldn't be, we would be like, No, there's no way I'm doing that. Right, exactly. Right. So exactly. um the other mm-hmm. character um person in the Bible I want to talk about is Moses. Okay, mm-hmm. we know the story of Moses. Moses' mother, uh, Moses was born during a time when the Hebrews were not allowed to have children. Um, they were killing their babies, and his mother put him in the basket, sent him down the river where Pharaoh's daughter um, finds him and takes him in as, as her own, raises him in the palace in Egypt as an Egyptian prince. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Moses runs away um, when he's older because he's out amongst the, the Jewish slaves and he actually kills one of Pharaoh's men over something he witnessed, the behavior that he treated, the, over the behavior he saw this man treat one of the slaves. And when he kills right. him, he flees. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Moses is out here minding his own business, living his life. He's fine. And God tells him, I want you to go back to Pharaoh and have this conversation. I want you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Right. Moses is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moses had all kinds of reasons why he wasn't the right one. Right. He's like, you know, why right. me? I stutter. I have these yeah. issues over here. Moses didn't want to go back over there. He, he, he knew no. that, that he had fled the law. And he knew mm-hmm. that by going back up into the palace, 
And and first of all, he's going back to Egypt. Next thing, he's right. going to the palace. Next thing, right. he's going to Pharaoh. Next thing, he's going to tell Pharaoh, let the Jewish people go. Yeah. These are the people that pass. were building up Egypt. He said, let them go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was a very... I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was, <laughs> you know, when God asks you to step up and do something, sometimes the is so the plan is like what <laughs> you want me to do? What usually? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the plan usually. is like, are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair you know? me. Okay. Hey. With my staff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, I stutter. You know mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't mean me. Right, no. and and so right. he, he's you know he had to really trust God, he really did, mm-hmm. in order for him to say okay you know what I'm just, I'm going to do what you say. There was a relationship that was built over the years between Moses and God, where he heard the Lord and he knew that it was Him, and he had to do what He said. He mm-hmm. he followed Him blindly because he knew His voice. Yes. So the question I have, do you know the voice of God? Do you know the voice of God for yourself? Mm -hmm. It's important. It's It's important. It's central. What if if we didn't have a Bible in order to inform us on the character of God? Would you know the voice of God? Right, because at that time they were recording the Bible. So mm-hmm. they only had their trust. That's all they had. Um, so they had, and they and they believed in that trust relationship with God. Uh, and during the Old Testament, um, mm-hmm. but continue, continue. Um, this is so, this is so, on fire. <laughs> so, so Moses had to go back to Egypt and become an arbitrator between God mm-hmm. and Pharaoh. You know that mm-hmm. took some very serious, very serious trust. The next person mm-hmm. that I want to talk about is Abraham. Yes. Okay. Now, we say that Abraham is the father of our, our faith. And, you know, a lot of people don't really understand that. I'm going to break this down so it could be a bit clearer to you. Okay. Now, okay. Abraham was the one that God says, listen, I want you to leave all your people. Leave, <laughs> nay, nay, them. I need you to leave them alone. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And I need yes. you to go to a, a place that you don't know anything about. I'm going to send you away, and there's a land I'm going to show you. That's where you're going to be. And so mm-hmm. Abraham, understand, he had he was a wealthy man, and he had to pack up all of his stuff. Understand, when I say wealthy, he had servants that had servants. Okay? <laughs> he was a oh, wealthy man. man. Uh-huh. Okay? And he uh-huh. had to pack all that up. And mm-hmm. what happens is Lot came with him. Lot was his nephew, and he let mm-hmm. Lot come with him. God told him, get away from them. Yes. Yeah. And oh. then here comes Lot, Uncle Abraham, I want to come. <laughs> you know, he loves his nephew. Come on, nephew. Yeah. You can come with me. It's good, right? And, right. you know, the story goes that they eventually had to split, and Lot takes that what look, appeared to be the better of the land, okay? Right. I'm going to leave that story there because this is about Abraham. Abraham right. had to leave everything that he was familiar with, mm-hmm. all right? And then God tells him, I know that you and your wife don't have children. And, and remember, his name was Abram, and her name was mm-hmm. Sarai. And yeah. he says, but I'm changing your name because you're going to be the father of many. And he mm-hmm. changed his name to Abraham and her name to Sarah. Sarah, yeah. And he's told him that you will have a child in your old age. Um, right. Now, and we saw they old. were way past childbearing yeah. age. Sarah yeah. had never had any children, and they're past That's childbearing right. age when they finally have a child. Now, I want you to understand People love their children. Mm-hmm. And people who have only one child are kind of crazy about that child. Yes, yeah, yes. But imagine having one child in your old age. 
<laughs> okay? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. can't like even hundred. begin to express the, the kind of, yeah, like 100 years old. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. the kind of love that you have for that child. Correct. And then God tells Abraham to sacrifice him. Right. Do you hear what I'm saying? He says, listen, Abraham, I I, I know that this is the the child that you love, you've waited for, but I want you to sacrifice him. Yes. And Abraham says, Lord, I trust you. And he sets off with his son, Isaac, to go and sacrifice him. This story blows my mind because you know what kind of trust in God you have to have? I mean, sacrifice, uh-huh. again, during that time, it was not easy. They didn't take pills and go to sleep. Right. When they made right. these animal sacrifices, it was a bloody mess. Yes, it was. It was. And so he was prepared to build an altar to the Lord and sacrifice his child and, and create a bloody mess out of him. I want you to understand this. And, he, and he's yeah. willing to do it because he trusts the Lord. And I love what mm-hmm. the story says that when he and, he and Isaac are traveling, and he says, um, "Dad, um, <laughs> where where's the the animal for the burnt offering?" And he says to his son, "The Lord will provide for yes. Himself." Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing that I caught on to very quickly. His son was very familiar with what they were going to be doing. Exactly. He, he he was bringing his son up in the ways of how to reverence the Lord. This is something mm-hmm. that we don't really do. And I say this because as Christians, we, we bring our children to church, mm-hmm. but we expect mm-hmm. them to learn from the church all they need to mm-hmm. learn about reverencing and, and experiencing and knowing the Lord. And this is the reason why when they grow older, a lot of them, they leave and don't necessarily come back. You right. can't leave it up to the church. You have to go home with your children, and you have to say, well, what did you learn today? Explain, ex- yeah. Express to me what the interpretation of that was. You need to have conversations with them. They need mm, to see yeah, how yeah. you react, and you need to experience God together as a family on a daily, a, a daily thing. You need to pray yeah. for each other. You need to have Bible yeah. study together. You need to pray for them. You know, they need to see you in operation with the tenets of the faith that you are learning in church. Because if not, all it is is a ritual. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? His father said, God will provide, and he never questioned it. He didn't say, how do you know that? No. He didn't didn't. say. He he was taught to obey. You know? Yeah. No. It was just, well, God will provide an offering for himself, and it was okay. Here's the other Mm -hmm. thing that really got me. Here's the the other thing that got me, and I thought this was, wow. In Genesis 22 and 8, it tells us that he bound his son. Okay, that means that he restricted him. He tied him up. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't say anything about there was a struggle. Mm -mm. It doesn't say that they struggled. It doesn't say that he had to chase him. Amen. Talk about the trust between a father and a son and their God. Yes. I could imagine him saying, son, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie you up, but don't worry, because God is going to mm-hmm. provide. He's mm-hmm. not going to have me do this. He's going to provide. Oh. And I can see and I'm gonna, them both yeah. being afraid, but still saying, you know what, we're going to trust, we're going to do, because we know that God is going to trust us. You know, what yeah. do you think that it took to develop that kind of relationship with God? Lots of time. I mean, lots of time with God. Lots yeah, of I mean, yes, yeah. yes, lots of time. Lots of time. And you know, and and go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, they even has a they went as far as raising the knife. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he took this a long way. I mean, they were they were just yes. seconds from him yes. actually sacrificing his son. So the faith had to even be stronger as he had raised that knife, you know. Yes. And yes. didn't ask, okay, God, where are you? What are you going to do? He, he didn't even think about it. He just obeyed. And um, 
we we have to learn how to get in that mindset because that is what yes. exercises your trust in Him, not Absolutely. your faith, but your trust. Yes. But your trust. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, we got alarms him. going off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we got alarms going off and everything. This is a great word, and I wanted to just say that before we go any further, everyone. You know, the devil doesn't want to hear this, but we're going to keep on. All right. Right. <laughs> Because because here's the thing is that it is the trust in the Lord that you have that causes your Mm -hmm. faith to develop. You have to have trust. If you Mm -hmm. don't have trust, you're never going to have faith. They go together. Yes. They go together. Amen. So when we're talking about um, Abraham and, you know, again, there was a mutual trust, he and his son. Mm -hmm. His son trusted him. And they both trusted God because he's teaching his son, raising him up in the faith, in the Jewish faith, and teaching him this is what it means to trust in God. It's not something you say. It's something you do. Right. right. It's an action. It's something you do. It's something people can see. And I mm-hmm. say today we are not sharing that kind of faith. And I believe it's because we don't have that kind of faith. And then it makes me start thinking about what kind of legacy are we leaving in the world of the spirit when we are mm-hmm. not teaching our children to have that kind of faith. This is the reason right. why a lot of things are happening in our country, in America. A lot of things mm-hmm. are happening that we don't, we don't even see the subtlety in the strategy of the enemy as he fights to remove God from everything, we are Mm -hmm. very passive because we don't Mm -hmm. have our alarms ticking off in the background because we are not open to the discernment of the Lord and we don't Mm -hmm. have that kind of relationship with him. Because if we did, there would be more of us that were saying, yeah, it's only prayer. You know, they're saying that it's just about taking prayer out of school, but it's about taking the faith out of school. It's about taking right. the faith out of people. See, because mm-hmm. here's the reality. They can say that as a group we are not going to institute prayer in the school, but they can't stop your children from praying. You see right. what I'm saying? But we assume exactly. that because they took prayer out of school that our children are now not allowed to pray. Not no. so. No. Watch no. the strategy I'm... and the subtleness of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. mindful, okay? Yes. Be mindful. Yes, and spiritually discerning. So, yeah, it, it's very, very, very important. So let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the application with these three. Like what, you know, what happens with us these days, I believe, is that we lean on our own understanding, okay? The <laughs> enemy yeah. has a strategy. Yes. The enemy yes. has a strategy. Okay, Mm -hmm. but we must Mm -hmm. have a strategy also. We say that Mm -hmm. we trust in God, but our actions say that we actually trust ourselves. We say that we have faith, right, and that we we have faith that we're going to prevail. But our actions say that we are actually hoping. We don't have faith. We're just hoping. Yes, yes. Okay, there's a big difference. Yes, there is. We say that we have belief and that we have belief in God's promises, but our mm. actions say that we don't have confidence in God coming through for us Mm-mm. at all. No. Now, why do I say it, it, that? It, Go ahead. You want to say something? No, this is just, it, it's hitting a, a, a resounding within my spirit that we're just mm. giving people the food. Uh, this is something that without it, without that trust in God, you will never get the promise of Abraham. No, <laughs> that was what that's you what won't. was going through my yeah. mind. Okay. Well, so, and, uh, and and here's the thing, you know, I think that we we talk about the Holy Spirit and that knowing on the inside often, and you know, whenever you get that unction, that knowing on the inside, the Holy Spirit giving you direction, Jesus on the inside of you. All right. Mm-hmm. Whenever you mm-hmm. get that, when you don't follow it, something that you don't want to happen happens. We all know that right. that's true. And every mm-hmm. time we follow it, we experience the peace of God. All right? Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. is it 
that we don't follow it more often. We feel it when we're in our churches and, and, and the collection plate rolls around and we feel the, the unction in our spirit and it'll say, don't give $2, give 5 Don't give $20, mm-hmm. give 100 And we say, what? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I tell you what, the moment you say that, God says, do you not trust that if you give 100 that I'll make a way? Yeah, do you not trust me? Do you not trust that if you give the five that I'll give you 25? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that if you give to me that I'm going to let you down? See, the problem is that we forget that we're giving to God, and we think that we're right. giving it to the man, the pastor, right. the church. Right. And therefore, right. We don't put, we're not putting our trust. But you need to put your trust in the realm of the spirit. God is mm-hmm. transactional. Okay, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. he is in the spirit. And if you're going to do anything with God, you have to understand that everything has a spiritual implication. And sometimes yeah. we have to use what is operating in this world, the tangible things of this world, to prove what we are, are believing in the spirit and to move some mm-hmm. things and put things in order in the realm of the spirit. So if God says right. to you, I need you to go here on Tuesday, go there on Tuesday. And if he says to you, I need you to complete this assignment first and not that one, complete this assignment first and not that one. And if he says, Mm -hmm. give $100 and not 10, give the 100 and not 10. And when you're doing what the Lord says, never take it back emotionally. Never say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Give it Mm -hmm. and give it with great joy and with great confidence because you have just opened up a door in the spirit that you can't see, but you most definitely will receive the benefit of it. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. And we also have to remember remember the old widow with the pennies, you know. She didn't yes. have any money, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and uh, Jesus said that she was the richest among them all, and she gave the mm-hmm. least. You know, so it is it it is the the giving and the sowing. It's it's so important for the spiritual blessings, like you just said. That it you know, we're we're and, not and, on the right track. And on and on and even on on top of that, to go along with that, is not only the giving. But giving according mm-hmm. to what the spirit tells you. Yes. yes. See, that's where that's where you unlock the, the, the whole the whole thing. That's where you unlock the whole blessing. All right? Okay. Don't take yes. half the blessing. Don't leave don't leave part of your blessing on the table. You know, we have a saying in Mary Kay that says, Don't leave money on the table. Offer people the right. things that they need because they want them. And so I'm gonna mm-hmm. say to you, don't leave half your blessing on the table. Follow the wholeness of the word of the spirit. When the spirit tells you to do something, do it, do it all the way, do it quickly, because that is how you're going to get the breakthrough that you need. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. God has a complete breakthrough, not a portion of a breakthrough. All right? Now, also, one of the things things that I I thought about that the Holy Spirit said to me was, and I want to read this directly, um, it says, you know, all of the saints are heirs to the same promise. But most often, we're hearing from God indirectly mm-hmm. and not from our experience firsthand. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why we struggle with the truth. Yes. Yes, we do. You have to know it you, for yourself. You know, yes, I grew you, up yes, with a, a pastor, um, one of my pastors, his name was Reverend Johnny Green was, is Reverend Johnny Green, and he pastors a church in New York City. And he said all the time, don't take my word for it. Okay. Pull out those scriptures and study it yourself. Yeah, that's that's my saying, too. <laughs> yeah, he would you know, say that all the time, and it's too. so very true. Yeah. It's so very, so very, so very true. So it's mm-hmm. important to to understand. Now, now let's go, go on with this message about faith. And it says, you know, we know this this famous famous scripture, you know, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards mm-hmm. those who earnestly seek him. That's from the NIV. Now, I want to break right. this down a little bit, okay? I want to break okay. it down a little bit because I want people to understand it. You know, that word impossible means there's just absolutely no chance. None. <laughs> Right. Zero. If you don't have any faith, Mm 
you can't please God. I don't care how many different wonderful things you do in the world. Because you can do a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of wonderful things and be a wonderful person. But if you don't have yes. faith in God, it is absolutely impossible. I'm sorry, if you don't have faith, it is absolutely impossible. There is absolutely no chance to please him. Okay? Right. Now, mm-hmm. why is that? Because in order for you to come to God to begin with, Number one, you have to believe that he exists. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You have to believe that he exists. Now, in the Bible also, it talks about how God has given everyone a measure of faith. There are a lot of right. different arguments about what that measure is. I'm going to say this to you. I don't really know why it matters. Because all that matters is that we all have the measure of faith that we need. Right. We all have it. And yeah. you have to understand that you have that faith is like a muscle. As you exercise it, it will grow. So if you don't right. exercise the measure of faith that God has given you, it's not going to grow. It's just going to stay where it is. Everyone is given the measure of faith at least to be able to believe that God is and that God exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You have to believe right. that in order to get to him. Okay? Absolutely. And then it says he rewards those that earnestly seek him. Okay. So that means to intensely go after. See, we, we, look, we look at, you know, earnestly seek him and we just skip over that word earnestly. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know? Yes. Right? Because, yes. you know, you could be a God seeker and open your Bible once every five years. Yeah. And search out that. things of the Spirit once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this says earnestly seeks him. That means that you, you seek it intensely. You go after it as mm-hmm. if your very life depends on it. And mm-hmm. it's true because it is. This is something yeah. that's a personal intent. You are intent on going after him. It's not mm-hmm. casual. You're not looking Mm -hmm. for him, you know, as you happen to be going somewhere else. You know, as I'm walking to the store, if I happen to see God, it's okay. No, no, no. You wake up with with determination. Your agenda is that you are going to find him. You're going to seek him. And what God says that if you diligently come after me, if you earnestly, intensely come after me, as if your life depends on it, then I'm going to reward you. And understand that that reward has nothing to do with you. It is because I am a rewarder of those who intensely seek me. Right. Amen. It's what I do. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you go to the store, pay them money, they give you something. It's what they do. Right. It's not anything special. It doesn't have anything to do with how good of a person you are. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you got up on the right side of the bed. It doesn't have anything to do with whether you, um, you know, like people, don't like people, have prejudices, don't have prejudices, whether you're sick, whether you don't have sickness. If you give them money, they're going to give you something. And God says, if you are a person that diligently seeks me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to reward you because that's what I do. You're only going to diligently (laughs) seek me if you believe that I exist, and therefore you will have faith. It's important to understand this. Yeah, it's very important. This is the core to Mm -hmm. our faith. This is the core of it. Um, And go ahead, go ahead. God is is revealing that faith and trust Uh and belief, see, they're all related. Belief, trust, faith, they're all related. You know how I say frustration, anger, um, disbelief, all that stuff, depression, that they're all related? Yeah, faith, Mm -hmm. trust, Mm -hmm. belief, hope, they're all related. And they are the results of seeking him earnestly. And recognizing that he is, and and that he is true to his word and not your condition. Amen. Amen. We are not rewarded on our works, but we are rewarded on God's revelation of himself to us. Mm. Ooh. 
Ooh, hallelujah. Our works <laughs> will always yes. be tainted because yes. there's nothing good about us. All right? No, there's no such thing that we earned God's reward. The reward is no. given because that is who God is. You cannot force the reward. You can only receive it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to talk to you for a moment about um, Jacob, and then I want to. Oh, I got to do it quickly, and then I want to talk about the Canaanite woman. All right. Now, okay. Jacob, right? He, you know, read the story in Genesis 32, around verse 22, right? And and Jacob is wrestling. He's wrestling with his angel. He's wrestling with his angel. He's wrestling with his angel. And what does his name mean? It means trickster. He doesn't have a good name, and he's wrestling mm. with his angel. And he's and, and he's tussling with them all night. And finally, the angel touches his side. And basically, when you look at the study of that, what happens is he dislocated his, his hip. All right? Yeah. But he kept yes, he on did. tussling with this angel. And finally, the angel says, listen, it's about daybreak, and you have to get about your business. And Jacob <sighs> says, listen, I'm not leaving without a blessing. Mm. Because he recognized that God was the one that spared him. Mm-hmm. That angel could have defeated him, and the only reason why he would have held back is because God spared him. Yes. And he says, listen, I'm not going anywhere without mm-hmm. getting what I know God gives me. I have sought I... the Lord. I have wrestled with him all night, and I know the Lord, and the Lord is going to give me something for doing that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I believe that he is. And he did give yes. him something. He changed uh-huh. his name to Israel and changed his whole life in the process. Yeah, I want man. you to look at the story of the Canaanite woman. This is in Matthew fifteen twenty one. This was a wow story for me, right? Here you <laughs> yeah, have Jesus good. and all his, his disciples. There's a bunch of Jewish people. And this Canaanite woman comes up to him asking him to heal her daughter. Now, understand something. She had no right to be asking anything of Jesus. She had no right Right. to even be talking to him. They did not associate with Gentiles. Jewish people did not. She was not a person of the faith. She was not. But she heard something about him clearly, and she went to him and asked him to heal her daughter. And he said no. Okay? (laughs) No. Mm -hmm. And he had the audacity to call her a dog. Because they called Gentiles dogs And that meant Mm -hmm. that they were people That were caught up in idol worship Right Right? Mm -hmm. She is not a Jew Mm -hmm. And she is amongst a bunch of Jews Being called a dog I want you to understand that In modern day That would be like a black person Being being amongst non-black people being mm-hmm. called the N-word. Right. Okay. Right. I want you to understand the severity of that. And what was this woman's response? She didn't jump up and fight. She didn't jump up and say, how dare you? Right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, it's a woman. So her position mm-hmm. in society is even less than a man. <laughs> right. Right. Okay? So insult upon insult. And what if she says? She says, yeah, I accept that. But I know who you are and what you're capable of. So bless yeah. me as a dog sitting at your table. All right? Yep. Because dogs will sit at your table and you'll give them scraps from your plate. And I'm requ- mm-hmm. requesting that you give me a scrap. Mm-hmm. Will you not have mercy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. the audacity. Yeah. God said, listen, I'm a rewarder of any of anybody that diligently seeks me. I didn't right. say that they had to be a believer. I said they had mm-hmm. to diligently seek me. And if they diligently mm-hmm. seek me, trust me, I'm going to make them a believer because I'm a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. She said, and, look, yeah. I'll be your dog because I know you can heal my <laughs> daughter. And if I have to be, I'll, I'll be the dog because I yes. want to scratch from the royal table. And with mm-hmm. that, she she took what God, Jesus said, you have such great Faith. 
And she received <laughs> what she wanted. And in the yeah. process of receiving what she wanted, she was elevated from being a dog to being a sister because now she's yeah. a believer. Yes. And we have to remember that believers are adopted into the family. Okay. Absolutely. You know, and that that's what we're what we're going around is is that's what we should be doing is going around to non believers and making believers. You know? <laughs> it's just, yes. And you can do yes. that by Absolutely. showing that the the what's going on in your life. You know, one of the yes. things I wanted to say is that we have to stop just preaching from the Bible, we have to start preaching from our life experience. That's what yes. my spirit just just hit me when you said that. Yes. These people, yes, 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 yes. this is their life. This, this is what they were doing on a daily basis or dealing with on a daily basis. The same here. And they trusted yes. their life in, in God's hand. And yes. he wants that same kind of level. You know, I don't want to have to put you in the wilderness again. So you can get exactly, (laughs) exactly, and and that's exactly what God is saying to us. You don't have to keep living in the wilderness. The wilderness is prison. Get out of your Mm -hmm. prison. Come sit at the Mm -hmm. royal table. You are sons and daughters, and you belong here. You don't have to take scraps. You don't have to wait your turn. Just walk up boldly and get what you receive. You know, God God gives us all a measure of faith. Right, but that measure of faith will not grow by itself. We have no. to accept. We have to accept that it's going mm-hmm. to grow only when it's connected to a supply of nourishment. Yes. That's it. And and it, mm-hmm. that only happens to the vine. need. One of the reasons <laughs> why God allows our struggles to come is because He knows that if we're not in need, we tend not to seek Him earnestly. Yes. It is our need that causes us to move in a direction of faith and get closer mm-hmm. to God and choose to seek him out. It's all a setup. Yes, yes it is. It's a setup. Yes, this it is. woman, mm-hmm. she allowed herself to be put down. She allowed herself to be released from her ideology. She was like, look, I, all I know is that I believe mm-hmm in what I know about you to be true, regardless of what I've been taught, regardless of what my mama said, regardless of what idols I prayed to, regardless of, regardless of what is in the history of my family line, I know mm-hmm. that I believe in you, and I want one of the scraps from your table. Could you please hear mm-hmm. my child? Yes. Oh, my God. Amen. Wow. Oh my, and that's all God is looking for. He is the mm-hmm. Christ, and by comparison, all of us are dogs. All of us are. We are. He said we're nothing more and, than and filthy, dirty rats. You know, right. <laughs> so it's not until we accept his spirit within us and we allow right. his spirit that's within us to join with his spirit that's outside of us mm-hmm. that we become mm-hmm. a royal priesthood and a holy mm-hmm. nation. Yes. Amen. You know, Amen. the Bible talks about Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's Christ right. in you, mm-hmm. not you and the stuff that you do. And, right. <laughs> That's what we have to to get erased out of our mind. But you, like you yes. said, it's it's the enemy, and it, and it, the enemy is very tricky. And so we have to watch out for those half truths. And the only way we mm-hmm. can do that is know the Word of God. You know, uh, you can't. Yeah, that's the only way. Erase the Bible. From this, um, those stories are in there for a reason. And there's only one other thing that I need to say, in in reference to this woman, in reference to Jacob, Moses, Abraham, all of them, is that there was no sneaking around. You know what they received was not given to them by one of Jesus' followers. You know what I'm yes. saying? They received mm-hmm. directly from the master. Mm. You don't have to go through a third party. You can no. go directly to the master. Boldly. And that's very important. Get in. Because you it can is. do it from right where you are. You don't need, you know, spiritual leaders are there to guide you into things. Guide you into things. The Holy Spirit yes. takes you through it, you know. That's right. And, and so that's what we have to remember, that you don't need anyone 
for you to boldly walk up to the throne of grace and mercy. You don't need anyone. No, you don't. He said, you just come as you are. Oh, wow. We we still have another 40, <laughs> a minute and 48 seconds. Is there anything <laughs> else you would like to share? You want to fill out every single minute and 48 seconds? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just want to encourage this. people. You know, there are a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of things going on in the world that people are going through. Please understand that God allows these things to happen in order to bring you to a place in him. And, you know, if you find that you are going through the same thing over and over and over, it's because you have not passed that. I hate to call it a test, but you haven't passed that roadblock yet. You keep going around in a circle and you haven't passed the roadblock. Mm -hmm. And what you need mm-hmm. to do is just spend some quiet time with the Lord and find out what it is, is, what it is, what is necessary for you right. to finally break free because that's what he's sure. looking for. And once you break Definitely. free, you never have to go that way again. Mm-mm. No. One lesson learned is learn and, and you move on. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, well, this has been an excellent show. Uh, I am so glad that we finally got it on, and um, <laughs> right. I and I you're right exactly. And I thank I thank the listeners for their patience uh, in in doing all of this. Definitely, definitely pass this link on to everybody that you know. It is a precious piece of word that we gave you today, and that is we gave you back to God, and that. Is the most Amen. wonderful gift that anyone can give you. We're giving you back to God. All right, we're going to roll out of here like we always do with how great our art, and we will see you the second Tuesday of next month. Amen. At 7 God bless p.m. Central Time. God bless. All right, here we go.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.